How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Stoner Thoughts Podcast here on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Now we got the Stoner Thoughts Podcast YouTube channel. And big shout out to like the 19 people that have subscribed literally in like a week. Thank you guys so much. Anybody hearing this, if you guys head over to YouTube and just type in Stoner Thoughts Podcast, that's where I'm uploading the audio wave files of the podcast. I'm still converting like a bunch of them over. I'm trying to post at least one or two a day. Today looks like it's going to be a one poster and I'll upload this one probably tomorrow. So if you're listening to this on Spotify or Anchor, hi, you guys get it first before it goes up on the YouTube channel. But by all means, if you guys want to go sub to the channel, I appreciate it. I thank you kindly. So what I want to talk about today, one of my first stories is going to be like one of the most legendary smoke sessions I ever had. And then the one after that is going to be the TikTok conspiracy. Yeah, I, b- I believe there is a very, very affluent TikTok conspiracy going on as to why so many people are getting shadow banned. But yet there's so many other people that can literally go on there like half naked or be celebrities and get away with doing literally like whatever they want to do. Like I literally saw one video where they, where a dude was peeing on some guy's Ferrari. Yeah, I and the guy got pissed and goes, it's just a prank, man. And all of a sudden everybody's cool or like those stupid fucking like fake Karen videos where it's like Karen yells at black man for being in her neighborhood when he owns a house right there. And oh, congratulations, white people are racist. I'll let that sink in for a second. There we go. But the fact that, like, all these videos that seem to keep coming out on TikTok that are about those Karens are always, like, an old white woman harshly judging, like, a black guy or a Mexican guy. And, like, it's all super scripted. You can tell. Like, they just they just need to work on their acting a little bit. But first, I'm going to kick it off with the legendary smoke sesh from, like, two or three 420s ago. Let me take a sip of my Baja Blast and we'll get right into it. <sighs> Alright guys, so this session was one of those sessions that everybody wants to have, right? It's one of those sessions where everything goes perfectly. Everything goes like totally smooth. There's there's no like nobody like bails, nobody like comes through empty-handed or empty-pocketed. If you guys remember, a while back, I brought up this thing called the stoner economy. Now, let's go over the stoner economy one more time. So the stoner economy, right? You have the guy that brings the weed. All right, normally he's like in the middle, but I should really like say he is the center of the stoner economy. The man with the weed or like your plug, without them, there is no smoke session. Without them, there is no, hey, let's, like, all get together and smoke this weekend. And, like, there's the people that are based around him that make the session. You got the friend that has a house you can smoke at. For us growing up, many, many years ago, many moons ago, like, that was one of my homies' house. Again, I can't say his name. I think I've said his name before on the podcast, but uh, I, I smoked before this. So that paranoia has kicked in a little bit. I had a really good Jack Herrera. If you guys haven't tried that strain yet, like, I totally fucking recommend it for you. But, so this friend's house was the house that, like, we could smoke at. Oh, we used to smoke there, drink there, get so fucked up we couldn't walk home straight. Like, it was that type of house where, like, everybody would, like, just kick it and, like, stay the night there because his mom was always away on business trips. That is somebody that you need in your circle. Or somebody that has, like, a 100% no-kill rate smoke spot. 
Because if you don't have that like really good spot to go smoke, you're probably gonna get caught. And then, aside from the guy who has the weed and the guy that has the house, you have the friend that has the snacks. Right, this is the friend whose house you might like hit up before the session, swing by there, grab some snacks, or their parents have money for snacks, or they just have a full pantry all the fucking time and you guys can fucking go there and grab snacks. It's a good place to be. It's a good place to go before you smoke, grab some snacks, and then head out. Now, the people who are also in this circle is there's normally one friend that like has like a really cool pipe or like a bong or like something to smoke out of. And then below that is the friends that just bring money. Like they, they provide the money to the middleman so that the middleman can distribute the weed to the people. And then there's the dudes that just show up because they're your homies and you're going to smoke with them and you're never going to say shit about it. You know, when they got it, they give it, but most of the time, they don't got it. And everybody has these guys in the group. And not to offend these guys, but I like to affectionately call them the moochers. They're not moochers in the sense that, like, they never provide anything. They basically want to smoke for free. They're moochers in the fact that, like, they normally bring, like, a couple bucks or, like, if they have, like, lighters or papers or something just laying around, like, they'll bring it to the sesh. But typically, this person really doesn't bring anything to the sesh but themselves. And sometimes, they can honestly be the most fun people to smoke with because they're so genuinely excited to smoke. They're probably more excited to smoke than the guy in the middleman who's got the weed and always has weed and can smoke whenever he wants to. And then, like, the other person in the stoner economy is the friend who has the money. Alright? No perfect circle does not have, like, that one friend who's like, I got like 20 bucks, let's go to 7-Eleven, guys. And you're like, oh, I don't have any money. He's like, I didn't ask if you had money, I asked if you wanted to go to 7-Eleven. And like, you get like a soda out of it, you get like a couple bags of chips. You, th th there, There's benefits to having the friend with the money in the group, alright? So this session, everyone showed up. The moochers were there. At this point in time, I was the middleman, I was the one that always had weed. And like, always had like papers and like shit to roll with because... Again, I was at the age where I was working a part-time job in the summer. So we had money. We could buy weed basically whenever we wanted to. And that was like a really, really good feeling. Being able to be that guy, that guy to provide to the group. Because before I got the job, I was normally the house that we went to for snacks. Because my mom had eight kids. There was always snacks in the house. Like, I'm talking bags of goldfish, Cheez-Its little caesar's pizza there was one day where like i don't know it just all worked out and this day this one that i'm telling you about was also one of my scariest experiences because we were at my friend's house that we had we could smoke at and he was also the friend with the money so we hit up my stepdad right because a lot of us were craving fried chicken potato wedges macaroni salad we all text my dad we're like hey are you working tonight and he's like yeah why what do you want and i was like hey dad it's me like i'm on my friend's phone because i didn't have a cell phone at this point in time i didn't have a cell phone until i was 19. prior to that i had an ipod that i had all my music on and i could go on facebook with but i didn't really need to call anybody consistently or anything like that so yeah i literally just had an iphone or not an iphone an ipod ipod touch until I was, like, 19. 
And I know, I know that makes me sound like, oh my god, what a loser. But honestly, like, I really didn't want a phone anyways. Because even now, I still question it because I don't like the idea of anyone in the world being able to get a hold of me conveniently at any point in time. And because of how much we're on our phones, like, I am recording this at the moment on my phone and on my laptop. And I literally, like, sometimes hate having this phone sitting in front of me because, like, I get a notification. I get, like, Instagram notifications all day. Lately, it's been a shitload of Twitter notifications. Dope is YOLO, by the way. Thank you for, like, commenting on that Twitter post. I feel like that, seriously, like, in the last couple days, I've gained, like, eight followers on Twitter. So, thank you for that. And I'm going to keep mentioning him in my podcast until one day he listens to it. But that's neither here nor there this perfect session sorry guys i am high i go on rants when i'm high we've all been here before we're texting my stepdad who works at albertson's at this time and he like worked in the hot deli so we were like can you bring us like you know the family pack thing we got a few friends here and we just want to like you know we want to eat some fried chicken and stuff and he was like oh yeah yeah he literally told us like no problem and i was like we have money and he goes I don't want your money. I'll bring you guys food. I'm off at 10. And I was like, all right, cool. So he swings by at like 10, 15, 10, 30 after he gets off work. Cause this, this, this one friend's house was a bit of a drive up the hill, but it was in the same town. Like we could ride our bikes to each other's house. It was one of those situations back then where we could ride our bikes to each other's house or skateboard there, but it was too far to just walk. Cause walking back up to his house, even skating up to his house, we'd skate partway up the hill and then kick our boards up and walk because it was all uphill man like this it was just this really long straight one shot road that was just a fucking hill so my dad pulls up drops off the food to us and he's like here you go guys like hands us all these bags and shit bags on bags you like there was like four bags and apparently it was not only like the stuff that he paid for but it was also a shitload of leftovers too from the hot deli and oh my god when i tell you that shit hit hard it hit hard because I was trying so hard to be like sober me in front of my dad when I was high. I was like, thanks dad, like, oh man, thanks for the food. Like, I'm so tired, I'm so hungry, like, thanks. But then he pulls out like a 24 pack of Dr. Pepper and a 12 pack of Pepsi out of his trunk. He goes, yeah, I got these for you guys too. Like, it was one time and one moment during my stoner years when I was genuinely like, holy shit, this man loves me. And like, I know a lot of people think it's weird that I never referred to him as my stepdad when we were younger. Now I have to for the story's sake and clarity, but like, it was always just my dad. And I know that's kind of, that's kind of weird to some people, so sometimes I have to clarify because I got a couple Instagram comments about it like a while back, and I just wanted to get that one out in the air. And so the night continues, my dad has left at this point, and the session really kicks into overdrive once everyone shows up. I mean, we've got, like, 12 people in, like, my friend's giant room. Because, I mean, this friend, his room was so big that he had a standing, like, Western-style piano in his room. One of those ones that has, like, the high back and, like, is all rectangled out. With a bench, a drum kit in one corner, an L-shaped desk with a MacBook, big-ass studio monitors, because this friend was into making music. I mean, we, we played in a band together for a while, but like I'm talking like he basically had a bedroom with a studio in it allow me to rephrase that it was more like a studio with just like a bed in one corner that he would sleep on 
This friend's room was so sick to kick it in, especially when his mom was gone for the weekend, because then we didn't have to stay in the room. We could go around the house. The only place we knew we could not go was directly outside the front door because there was a doorbell camera. And this is when doorbell cameras were still kind of new. So like, I don't think it video recorded. I think it just like took a picture if it's like sensed you going in front of it. So we'd always just kick it on the side of the house. When we'd sneak out, everybody would jump the fence and we'd go down to seven lines and we'd jump the fence to get back in. So that way we completely avoided being in the front of the house. Well, this particular night, everything went off without a hitch. You know, a couple of people had a few bucks, so me and a couple of friends decided we we're gonna walk to 7-Eleven. And it was a warm, kind of toasty summer's night, just like tonight, where like the weed was hitting right, the mood was set, everything was a fucking vibe. You know, we had like some chill music going in the room. One friend brought over his laptop, another friend brought over their like Xbox and like a mini like TV monitor thing. So we had a PlayStation 3 playing some Call of Duty. We had the Xbox hooked up. We had games going on the computers. Like, man, it was like, it was totally chill. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there just like playing my friend's acoustic guitar, like high as a fucking kite. And like, just like vibing, man. Like everything was a vibe. And we, we, this walk we took to 7-Eleven, I was so fucking high that I shit you not, I don't remember like 80% of the adventure. I remember like getting down the street to 7-Eleven, vaguely remember grabbing a couple sodas and like I got the, again, I'll, I'll mention these one more time for you guys listening. If you are on the gas station diet and you fuck with 7-Eleven, you need to try the jalapeno cream cheese tornadoes or or the pork chili verde tornadoes because verde I sense a white when I say it I, I apologize for my race but like it's crazy man that that food slaps when you're high especially like lately I've been eating 7-eleven pizza and the three meat pizza is the shit I fucked up one day when we went to 7-eleven because I was high and I was deliberately told get the three meat pizza what did i get i got just a regular pepperoni man and it's not the same it's not as good the three meat one is just so much better you know like it's just it just is there's no better way to explain it because well in the words of my significant other the pepperoni one tastes gross and i don't know if it's a different dough i don't know if it's the quality of the meat and the cheese i don't know what it is but the pepperoni one, just nasty. The three meat, God's God's hand was put into play in the creation of that. Like, fuck. Shit slaps. Anyways. But yeah, we get there, we get food, we get snacks, we're walking back. I've already eaten my tornadoes and I'm like a quarter of a way through a bag of fucking Cool Ranch Doritos. Cop is coming towards us. Passes right the fuck by us. Doesn't even stop, doesn't flash his lights, nothing. Clear skies, man. We get back to the room. We brought a couple extra pizzas and shit. We sit down. We're dishing out food to everybody. Like, hey, you want pizza? This pizza, man. You want soda? Then dad brought soda. This fried chicken, dude. Like, and when I tell you of all the weirdest food combos in the fucking world, fried chicken and pizza is at like, you know, at least like a top like. Eh, I want to say like. It's like an 8.5 out of 10, solid, if you have the right drink. Because the problem with fried chicken when I was stoned 
is fried chicken skin is crispy and dry and you need a drink to wharf down Albertson's fried chicken at one o'clock in the morning high as a fucking kite like and it just it was one of those nights like you know we're sitting there and everyone's talking we're having a good time playing games it's us and the boys it was like I think like there was like two chicks hanging out but like they were other guys girlfriends that were there like so I'm just sitting there playing guitar everybody's having a good time man and like me and the uh, two other friends are stepping outside to smoke cigarettes because like the air was fresh it was summer we were up a little bit higher up the hill from where I am now so the weather was like five six degrees cooler at night it was just a good time all around and yeah that, that's like the basics of the story the next day we all woke up and everybody was all like dazed and confused for a minute I was staying there for like a few days so I smoked again after everybody left because I didn't want to pull out the bag no offense to my friends I didn't want to pull out the bag in front of everybody and have everybody be like oh we're smoking again like because I probably would have been out of weed at that point and I didn't get paid for another week so I had to be careful with like you know how much I was smoking but then my friend walks out with a fucking half ounce in a bag big ass ziploc bag full of weed and I'm, he's like hey man let's smoke some of mine and i was like hey man let's match bowls so we match bowls we kicked it out on the porch i smoked like chain smoking man chain smoking with cigarettes is the worst thing because once you start chain smoking once you light that second cigarette it's really hard to fucking stop but it is what it is and like I don't know, it was just one of those after days that everything went cool, everything was chill, I went back to my house to pick up some clothes, went back to my homie's house, no consequences, got to act like the full level of dumbasses that we are running around out on the town, no consequences, no negativity, man, it was fucking great. Anyways, the second thing that I want to talk about, and this one's going to be a lot shorter, probably only a couple minutes is the TikTok shadow ban conspiracy on anybody that posts any kind of like cannabis related content and my cha my channel page blog I don't know what you would call it on TikTok it started with me talking like the stoner thoughts of the day and doing stuff like that like hey guys stoner thoughts we're uploading more stoner thoughts oh no in the original it was originally stoned or stupid before I got to stoner thoughts when I was doing Stoner Stupid, I made like other playlists on the YouTube channel. It's like Stoner Scared, Try Not to Laugh, You Laugh, You Smoke. Uh -huh. They did, they're doing okay. But that's not the point. The point is like TikTok was cool, totally cool with me until I got up to like 11,000 followers, right? And after a thousand, I started doing gaming streams where I'd like, you know, hit the bong off camera and play COD and talk to you guys and shit. But like, after a few months my streams started slowing way down I was only getting like 20 or 30 viewers where previously I had at least a couple hundred up to a thousand like 2.5k at one point and then after that point is when I started noticing the decline and the downfall of TikTok which is gonna be the fact that I'm a guy and I'm gonna say this speaking for like any men out there using this app just because I am a guy TikTok does not mean I want you to push half-naked people onto my page like and I'm sorry I, I hate to say it but like I know TikTok's probably gonna be like we don't do that but I'm like dude every time I'm scrolling through and a live pops up like there was one live I remember one night and I was sitting there 
with my girlfriend, we're outside scrolling through TikTok, and this one pops up of a chick in a shower. She's not showing herself, but she's in the shower, and she's got this tiny mirror, and it was like, give me these gifts and I'll do this. And I'm like, come on, like, that's just, that's terrible. And then, like, out of curiosity, you click on it, and you're like, oh my god, they're actually tipping her for doing this. Like, congratulations, you took a shower, you performed a basic human act of the day. Like, good fucking job. Don't want to see this. Show me, like, there's one live that I really, really, really got into. I was sitting there watching it for almost, like, two hours one night. Lit as hell. That was a dude in a junkyard breaking cars. Yes, breaking cars. Like, breaking the windows. And, like, breaking the dashes and, like, tearing cars apart in a junkyard. And he goes, this is my job. But he was live streaming it, dude. He was, like, money on top of making money. And he's, I was like, I commented on it. I think I was like, what do you do for a living? And they recycle them. But to recycle them, first you gotta bust all the glass out. And then you gotta like shove, like, like rip all the insides out. And you gotta take all the metal and throw it in one pile. You gotta take all the plastics and put it in another pile. Like, I thought they just picked them up like in like the movie The Brave Little Toaster. If you guys remember this scene, let me know where the magnet comes around. It picks cars up and drops them into like the fucking crusher the thing that crushes the cars in the little cubes and everyone's like oh my god it was like a scary scene because you're literally watching inanimate objects die that have a life it's like watching a toy die in toy story think about it like that if toys can't die of old age like what happens to buzz lightyear if his batteries get corroded in his back because he runs on double a's I know in the Toy Story universe they kind of talk about it like, oh, well, we just change it. We rotate your batteries. Make sure to do this in the first one or the second one when they're packing to move. And, or no, that's that's the first one when they're moving because it's the truck. We're not aiming for the truck. Yeah. Disney, don't sue me, please. But, like, there's just, like, there's that aspect of, like, oh, fuck, I forgot completely where I was going with this. Where like what happened? Oh no! What happens to the toys if their batteries run out? Again, stoner thoughts. No editing done on this podcast. All I do is put an ad like right in the middle somewhere, and I figure it out after the fact. But if the toy dies, do the other toy know that the toy is dead, or is it just laying there? Existential question of the day. But that's neither here nor there. No, 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 no. I got way too far off on that dude recycling cars in my brave little toaster reference. So. The question is, on TikTok, why does it push so many, like, half-naked women? And at the same time, like, if TikTok is its, own, is its own platform and it has its own monetization and all this, why are so many people promoting, like, OnlyFans or Instagram or this, that, and the other? Like, I wonder if TikTok has, like, a brand deal with these websites or, like, or what, but... It's not what I it's not what anybody really wants to see on TikTok. If you're trying to find that kind of shit, guys, I'm gonna be real, just go on Pornhub. Like, come on, if you're that desperate. But that's neither here nor there. It sucks when people like I had a good thing going for a while. I had a stream set up, I had people's names on like a little list that would scroll by, like I would do some gaming, I would do some talking with you guys. I've done talkie lives like two or three times. But, like, I never dealt with the impact that was everything on TikTok getting fucked up because of all this other dumb shit. 
And I'm sorry to say that, that's a lot of pressure to put on TikTok, but it's true. And I think that's part of the reason why my videos, instead of getting like, you know, 7.5 thousand, 10,000, 44,000, 105,000 on one, that I'm gone down to like 1,500 to 1,400. Most of my views don't even break like 500. The podcast got a lot less views because less people were getting my four views on their page. Like, you know, it kind of, when you, when you make new sets of standards like that, it impacts everybody, not just certain levels of content creators. It impacts everybody that is on that platform. Because I know I'm not the only one that has ever said anything about it because I've been scrolling through and seen a bunch of people mention it in videos and shit too. But that's about it for me today, guys. Before I go on too far of a tangent and rail into TikTok too much, great platform. I just don't like you pushing naked women onto me. That's not what I want to see on my TikTok. And that is not what my girlfriend wants to see on my TikTok. And if I'm sitting there scrolling through TikTok and my kids are in the room, come on. Maybe I just need to put a content filter. But if I can't hear videos with swear words, I'm going to be disappointed. But anyways, guys, I'm going to end that one there. Before I go on a tirade, you get the message. So... I hope everybody is as high as I am right now. I hope everybody has enjoyed today's episode, and I will talk to all of you guys next time on the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. Good night.